Hey everyone, welcome to Slash Golf Talk. This week I want to talk about confidence in your game. Um, we had two great tournaments last week. Um, we had the Valero Open and we had the ANA Inspiration on the LPGA. Um, two great tournaments. Um, very interesting golf to watch last week. I mean, I was uh, pretty much on the edge of my seat when both tournaments. It was it was really good to watch um, golf last weekend. So. What I want to talk about today when I say confidence, I noticed that the winners of those two tournaments, um, Jordan Spieth, and we'll just call her Patty T because I don't want to screw up her last name, um, they did a great job along with Lydia Ko shooting her 62. After the tournament, every last one of those guys mentioned that in the past, they somewhat lost confidence in their game um, and since then they have regained confidence so I wanted to talk about that today I think that's a good topic um, so we'll start with Jordan Spieth we all know five years ago Jordan was probably one of the top golfers in the PGA he was winning everything in front of him um, he got a couple of majors and he won a few other tournaments but um, the point is um, he was very confident in his game at that point the guy couldn't miss a putt he wasn't the longest driver in the PGA, but he was putting it out there and keeping it in play. And when he didn't keep it in play, um, he would be able to get up and down. That was just kind of his thing. Just wanted to say that how important confidence is in this game. Um, we always hear people say this game is um, very mental, and this just proves it. That if you trust what you're doing, and if you have confidence in what you're doing, you usually play well. Um, I can speak from experience. Uh, you know, I had a tournament last week. I started out on fire. I was playing pretty good. And um, I started making a few mistakes. And from there, everything kind of went downhill. Um, I'm looking to bounce back this week in this week's tournament. Um, but I think that um, it was definitely a mental lapse in my, on my part, which caused me not to play well on the second half of that tournament. And I just wanted to I just wanted to, to talk about that today. I noticed that, you know, after Jordan got his win, he said that he didn't it wasn't that he didn't think he would ever come back, but it was the fact that everyone else thought that. So as long as you have that confidence in yourself to know that you're just going through a rut right now and things will get better, um, I think that's where it starts. But you can definitely see over the last five years um, the lack of focus, the lack of confidence that Jordan had in his game. I mean, we all know he talks to himself out there on the course. Um, he screams pretty loud, and uh, he's, he's the open book when he's out there on the golf course. But for him to be known as uh, one of the great putters, especially five years ago for some of the great putts that he made out there on the course, I think that... Um, you can definitely see um, how he was missing short putt, three foot, four foot, five foot, five foot putts. And um, that that's a good sign that he didn't have any confidence in his putting, his putting stroke. I mean, you can't be known as a great putter when you um, you can't make three and four and five footers, um, when it should be somewhat automatic. The driver was all over the place. He was spraying the ball all over the fairway. Um, but I have to give it to the guy. He stuck it out over the last five years. I never thought he would come back, to be honest. I thought he would be one of those guys, I hate to say it, like a Keegan Bradley 
or one of those guys that were on top of that game and then you don't hear from them anymore. Um, you still see them on the PGA, but you don't hear from them as being up there in the winning circle. And um, yeah, Jordan proved me wrong. He came back and won the Valero Open. I know he's from Texas. I think that also played a part in his confidence level. It was almost like a home game for him. So uh, I think when you have everything lined up, all the stars lined up, all the planets lined up for you, um, meaning that um, he's home, his confidence level is up. He was playing pretty well over the last four or five weeks, and it was just a perfect storm um, for him, and he actually pulled out the win. And uh, I think that's going to carry on probably to the Masters. I'm not saying he's going to win the Masters. I just think that his confidence level is going to be up. And when you get that win right before a big major, I think it would definitely help your confidence. And I think that um, he's going to do well, um, but I don't think he's going to win. So congratulations, Jordan, for turning your game around. Uh, switching over to uh, the LPGA, um, Patty Kay. She's a rookie on the tour. Um, but she was a winner from the beginning, from the first round to the fourth. She carried the, her victory from, 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 from head to toe, <laughs> you know, from one end to the other. She did a great job, um, and you would not have thought that she was a rookie by watching the way she played that tournament. I mean, I watched it. I watched it every day, and uh, her confidence level was sky high. Um, she, the first, I'll say the first three days, she didn't have any um, anyone pushing her or threatening her lead. So I think um, that somewhat gave her confidence. But if any one of you guys saw that last that last round, uh, Lydia Cole came out of nowhere and put pressure on her, and but tried to put pressure on her, and she didn't flinch. Um, every time Lydia would make a birdie, Patty T would make a, a birdie. And, I mean, that's that's just a sign of a true champion. Um, by watching the way she maintained her composure and her confidence throughout that tournament. Any other rookie, whether it's the LPGA or the PGA, um, would have probably folded or made a drastic mistake um, in that final round. But Patty T, she stuck it out there and she grinded it out. Um, she hit the shots that she needed to hit. She didn't try to play it safe. She just played her game. Um, she just put it out there in the fairway, and from there she put it in the in, on the uh, on the green in regulation, or got it close, or got up and down when she didn't get it on the green. And um, for her to to get up and down from those bunkers and chips, it showed that she was very confident in every decision and every swing that she made in that tournament. Um, I also mentioned that. Lydia Cole, one of my favorite LPGA players, did really well. Uh, I have to be honest with you guys, I was rooting for her to kind of take it from Patty T, but um, she showed herself pretty well by her play. Um, she was grinding out everything. Um, I think that's the best um, in the last five to seven years. Uh, I think that's the best I've seen Lydia since um, she was number one in her earlier stage of her career. She, I mean, she was hitting good drives. Her second shot was really good. And she was just doing, doing such a phenomenal job of um, getting up and down. We all know that Lydia, out of most of the LPGA players, she's one of the best um, when it comes to her short game. And she showed that on Sunday 
um, by shooting a record um, 62 in the final round. Um, again, she didn't get it done as far as getting the victory, but for self-confidence and for self-victory, I think she did a, a great job. And, um, you know, um, Lydia is always, she has one of the best um, sportsmanship um, in the game. She congratulated Patty T for her victory and said, you know, it was just out of reach for her to try to catch Patty T, and especially the way she was playing that tournament. But Lydia did do a great job. Um, as I mentioned, by dropping a cool 62 and um, just showing herself very well. I won't be surprised to see her winning in the next week or two um, because I think she's going to build her confidence off of what she did last week. And that's going to carry on for the remainder of her season. It was just great to see Lydia bounce back after again having um, a tough time over the last four or five years. Um, she started off the beginning of the season very well we thought she was going to win that tournament and against Kang and I think uh, what she did there was um, she really messed up on the last hole um, she chipped it over the green a couple of times and I think she got like a triple or a double but to do that and to you know have the tournament in your hands and lose it and then come back within the same season you know and show herself like I said the way she did last week to show that she has strong confidence in her game. You can never give up on your game, guys. You can never lose confidence in your game. You know, there's times when I have horrible games and I go, oh my gosh, what's going on here? But then I'll bounce back the next week or the next two weeks when I shoot a nice low score. That'll pick me up and carry me on to the next week. And that's basically it, guys. That's golf. That's, that's the way um, golf is. You're gonna have some good weeks and you're gonna have some bad weeks. And you just have to be able to deal with both and keep your game going and just keep playing and keep um, grinding and just keep building that confidence um, to the point where it becomes um, second nature to you. I mean, just look at Lee Westwood. This guy is, I think he's 47 years old and he's out there competing. I mean, you just have to take your hat off to a guy like that. And there's another guy out there that's pretty much going through the same thing, and that's Bubba Watson. Um, we, we all know that he was a couple, what, two-time champion at the Masters, and he uh, just did an interview recently stating that he didn't have any confidence in his game to the point where he thought about quitting. Luckily, his wife talked him out of it, um, but the guy said that he was losing weight. He was down to 162 pounds because of golf and how much lack of confidence that he had had in himself and he, could, he just couldn't take the pressure of uh you know the whispering that was going on in the locker room with his uh counterparts and some of the fans you know they can be pretty brutal on social media um and you know Bubba said he couldn't take it anymore and he was definitely thinking about hanging it up I mean that's what golf and stress and not having confidence can do to your game I know some of you probably want to know um, how do you work on your confidence. Well, I think it's I think it's two parts to that. Um, confidence is the key. I think to build your confidence level, you have to have focus and concentration. And I know that sounds simple, but believe me, when you're out there for five hours or four and a half hours um, playing this game, it's very easy to lack focus or lose concentration. And I think if you can. Con 
can maintain that. I think if you can maintain um, your focus and concentration throughout the entire round, more than likely you'll shoot something low or you'll shoot a good round. But um, if you get distracted, um, not just by others, but if you get distracted by um, a mistake you may have made, that's when your confidence level starts to drop. So I would say, you know, stay focused on every aspect of your game during a match. Stay focused on your driver. Stay focused on your putting, your irons. Um, usually when you out there hitting a the drive, um, again, this is what I do. Uh, you know, I'll find a spot that I want to hit my drive and I'll trust it. You have to trust it. And that's what I mean by focus. And um, you have to make the swing. If you have any lack of focus or concentration when it's time to hit that driver, as we all know, your ball can go anywhere. And if that's the case on every every hole or every tee box, um, your game is going to be pretty shot because you're not going to have any confidence the next time you get on the, on the next tee box. So that's what I mean when I say you have to have uh, strong focus and strong concentration to keep that confidence level up. That's what I think uh, is a good place to start if you want to start working on building your confidence level. It's very easy to lose um, composure out there. It's very easy to, to lose um, focus and concentration. Um, if you're in a tournament and you're watching what the other guy's doing, or if you're focusing on what the other guy's doing, that can easily also bring your game down because your focus is not on what your, your next step or next move would be. Your focus is focusing primarily on the other person or your opponent. And that's not just for a tournament, but if you're out there playing with, you know, a regular round with your weekend round with your friends um, and you watch what they're doing, usually when they play bad, if you're not focused on your round primarily, um, usually play bad along with them. So that's what I mean when I say you have to have strong focus and strong concentration. Don't pay attention to what they're doing. Just play your game. I know I mention this on almost every episode. Um, but if you stay focused and you play your game, um, you won't have any problems with uh, keeping your confidence level up throughout the round. And I'm talking about confidence level as though it's um, keeping your energy level up. Because to me, um, it's a similar thing and it's almost one and the same. You keep your energy level up, you keep your confidence up, you're going to have a good round. Confidence go down, energy level get low, you're going to have a bad round. And it's pretty much um, as simple as that. So if you want to work on that, I would try that. Um, there's uh, other things that I know that some of my friends do, you know, to stay focused. You know, they wear, um, you know, um, earbuds, listen to music. As one guy told me, a friend of mine, um, I think that was a good response, um, a good answer on how he stayed focused um, throughout his round is by listening to his, what he considered white noise. I'm going to use his term, so he's going to get a plug for that. Um, thank you, Aaron. Uh, yeah, so you stay focused on your game by whatever means that keeps you at a comfortable level. And for him, it was um, primarily just putting meditation music on or some kind of music, uh, white noise as he, as he called it again, um, to keep his game on par. Um, some people may do other things. I can't do the music thing. It's too much of a distraction for me. So I can't, I can't do that. But for me, it's um, not talking as much throughout the round. So I'll probably go silent and try to maintain my focus. You know, I think that's what I'm going to have to to stay strong 
and try to maintain in these tournaments and in my regular play. Just stay focused. I mean, we can chit-chat on the 19th hole, um, get a couple of drinks and laugh about the round. Um, but that's how I'm going to handle my concentration level and uh, focus to keep my confidence level at a higher um, peak throughout the round. So whatever you guys can find to keep you in that same mindset, I would say find that method because everyone is different and um, practice it when you're out there alone. Um, try not to be distracted and see how good it works and uh, keep that confidence level as high as possible. And, that's, and then let me know how that changed around, um, whether it improved it um, by how many strokes. Um, if you guys would like to follow me, I would appreciate you guys following my podcast um, so that you can get alerts every time I put out an episode. Um, but I would like to get some feedback on um, how this um, episode improved your round and helped you with your confidence level. I think another method you can try is um, try setting goals throughout your round. Um, I usually set a certain a number of strokes that I would like to maintain on the front nine and back nine um, and that, that should give me the overall score that I would like to have in a round, any given round. So I would set those goals um, not just with the scores or your strokes, you can also set how many putts, you can also set how many putts that you would like to uh, have in a round. Again, just find whatever goals you want to achieve throughout the round and try to meet those goals and as you get closer or or as you meet those milestones um, you'll see that your confidence level is starting to build every time you tee it up you'll have a lot more confidence on what you're capable of and what you can achieve out there on the golf course so i wish you guys the best when it comes down to building your confidence um, i know again this is a, a great week for golf is uh, the week of the Masters, and we all know that those guys have to have strong confidence to be out there. They're the top 50 players in the world, including a couple of amateurs. Um, so it's going to be a very interesting golf to watch. Um, I know somebody that does have. I mean, this is probably the first time we got a chance to watch two Masters in less than a year, in less than a year's time frame. So um, go out there and, or just sit back and um, enjoy this week of golf. I know that I'm going to be um, excited. I usually start my golf league the same week of the Masters, so I'm looking forward to seeing my guys out there um, tomorrow. And um, it's going to be a great week of golf for, for me. Uh, I have a lot of golf on the table this week. I have, again, my, my golf league that I run starts tomorrow. Um, I have the US Am Tour on Saturday, um, and I play with the Pin Seekers on Sunday. So I'm going to have a great week of golf. I hope you guys do the same. Um, I hope that this episode helped you or will help you on your confidence level. Um, if you want me to talk about certain topic, topics or any particular topic, um, send me an email at slidesgolftalk at gmail.com and I will respond. Um, again, I want to thank you guys again for listening to this week's episode of Slides Golf Talk. And I look forward to talking to you guys again next week. Take care, hit them straight, enjoy the game, and I appreciate you all.